What's up, everybody? Hope you're doing well. Here we are, Engage Heaven today. I am Pastor James Levesque. I want to thank you for tuning in today and making us a part of your day on this incredible Friday edition. I'm going to gear you up. I got an amazing two weeks ahead of us. Our whole family leaves. Uh, actually, left last night. We're uh, in New York City. And uh, we're going to be ministering all weekend long. So we got a prayer conference in Connecticut. I'll be ministering at the churches there Sunday. Then we're going to be in Seattle. We're going to be in Vancouver. I'm going to be ministering uh, in San Diego at Abiding Place next weekend. So anyway, hit me up, dude. We're about to see our family and our peeps. And we embark on a long two weeks. We're going to talk today about comparison or contentment. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 6 and 7. And we're going to read in the New King James. It says... Now godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into this world, and it's certain we can take nothing out. So good. Making comparisons is nothing new, right? Everybody does it. People are always dealing with the lie of being insecure and inadequate at times. I uh, met um, a therapist one time who was telling me he, they never signed up to be a millennial therapist. And they spend all their time dealing with young adults and now, you know, people in their middle age. And there's only one thing they struggle with. They struggle with perception versus reality when it comes to the life we're living in. And the truth is comparison is everywhere. Cain compared himself to Abel. Jesus' disciples compared themselves to each other. Matter of fact, in John 21 verse 22... Jesus literally had to interject in a conversation and he said, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what's that to you? You know, we're always comparing. When you compare yourselves with others, you're not walking by faith. Instead, you're trying to control things. Comparison is a trap that's going to steal your identity. And the one way to overcome comparison is being contentment and filled with peace. At peace, listen, at peace in what God's called us to do, at peace in who you are. You know, there's nobody like you on the earth. When you start settling into who you are and how you see life, you're going to be less comparative. When we're worried about what everybody else, when we are content and at peace with ourselves and our lives, we're not worried about what everybody else is doing. Learn to praise God in all circumstances, no matter what trials you're going through. Keep your eye on Jesus. God is far more interested in transforming you into the image of his son than transforming you into some image you've seen on Instagram or television. So good. And that's why the scripture says godliness with contentment, when you're satisfied and at peace, going to be great gain. What does that mean? What is great gain? It means you are tapping into the success of your life. Comparison's a killer. Planning churches, when you compare, is deadly. Ministries, your business, whatever it is, you don't want to fall into the trap of comparing. One thing I wasn't ready for in ministry, because I tell you 100%, the Holy Spirit's in this room. I watch zero services of people that are in my constituency. None, none. And I'm amazed at how insecure these preachers are around the world, watching everybody's live streams and counting people in services and comparing. It's like, bro, worry about what God's called you to do. Like, I love everybody. I've watched zero of your services. I've watched zero of your messages before God. I don't have time for that. I don't even watch. I can't even watch all of our campuses. I'm so busy. But you have to be focused on what God's called you to do. You have a lane. I have a lane. Find your lane, period. And that's why you can be free when you really figure. That's what the great gain is. It's the freedom of authenticity. 
when I walk into every room, bro, this is who I am. The people that know me in my life, they're like, yeah, that's you. Because it's not a show. It's not a game. This is, I'm only going to be myself to you and to everybody else. This is who it is. I don't have to be somebody else. I don't have to watch what you think I should be doing. I don't have to do what somebody else that's watching me with their opinions think I should be doing. And in one way, we live in an incredible world of social media. I can make posts. I could talk to you. My podcast goes out. I love all of this. But on the other hand, you're, you're literally in a world where you're conscious anyway of what people think or what they're saying about you because everything's comments, bro. Everything's likes. Everything's dislikes. Everything's it's nice. I don't like that. You're wrong about this. So you literally are trained in life that when you want to say something or make a move, you are thinking about somebody else and you've already given up the ground. So what is the great gain that Paul's talking about? It's a piece that surpasses understanding. It's a complete satisfaction in what God has called you to do. A hundred percent. I'm very driven. I am constantly grinding and pushing things forward and growing in faith. I have zero time to worry about what somebody else is doing. We don't have time. You shouldn't worry about that. Great gain has to do with your peace in your heart at the season you're in in life. Where are you working? What family is around you? What is the ministry that you're putting your hand to? Focus on that. You don't have time to be worrying about what everybody else is doing or what somebody else thinks. You've got to lead. You've got to grow. You've got to be bold. You've got to stand on God's word and not give in to the opinions of others. And when you die, I think that's one of the reasons I had that whole experience years ago, you know, where I was struggling in my heart and I put on the TV and Benny Hinn and Oral Roberts were talking about dying. They can remember the day that they died. And then I remember going in my bathroom and having a whole experience where I saw my funeral and all these things. And nobody's talking about a physical death. We're all talking about dying to your flesh because a dead person, you can curse them all you want. They don't care. And you can praise them all they want. And they're not concerned about that either. So as we go for this weekend, think about that. And uh, I think that's a powerful thing. That's it, friends. That's all we got for you today. Thank you, as always, for rocking with Engage. Having a day. I'm out.